Ready to elevate your range day or hunting trip? Silencers are the best upgrade you can make to your firearm. And yes, they're completely legal. Silencer Shop makes getting your suppressor easier than ever. Silencer Shop is the nation's largest suppressor distributor, and they'll help get your new suppressor quickly and easily. Suppressor approvals are coming back faster than ever, often in just a few days. Silencer Shop guarantees an exceptional experience with their top-notch customer service, unbeatable prices, and renowned submission simplicity and accuracy. They partner with over 6,000 local gun stores nationwide to ensure easy access to the best suppressors. And at Silencer Shop, a portion of your online purchase supports your favorite gun stores directly. In just five minutes, you can have your fingerprints and paperwork ready to go, thanks to the Silencer Shop kiosk. There is nothing easier. If you're not using Silencer Shop, you're working too hard for your suppressors. The one-and-done solution for your suppressor needs, ensuring a headache-free purchase. Explore Silencer Shop for your next suppressor edition and immediately open your eyes to a better shooting experience. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Tuesday, October 10th. Welcome to the President's Daily Brief. I'm Mike Baker. Your eyes and ears on this chaotic world stage. Let's get briefed. On the fourth day of Israel's war against Hamas, we start today's brief by examining the current realities on the ground. We'll focus on the latest responses from the Israeli government and the Israeli Defense Forces. Next, we'll spotlight a pivotal moment that, for many, defines this conflict. The devastating massacre of hundreds of young people at the Supernova Music Festival. Following that, we'll discuss Hamas's kidnapping of well over 100 civilians and the escalating hostage situation that it's created. Finally, we'll shift our focus back to the United States to examine the U.S. government's stance on the war and their current response. But first, the news from the ground. Since Hamas's surprise attack on southern Israel over this past weekend, Israeli officials report that approximately 1,000 people have lost their lives, with another 2,000 or more injured. The tragedy hits home as, among those killed, at least 11 were U.S. citizens. Meanwhile, from Gaza, Palestinians account for around 600 fatalities and over 2,700 injuries. Now, the Israeli Defense Forces and Hamas militants continue to exchange fire, but the IDF asserts it has regained control of the communities surrounding Gaza that had been overtaken after Hamas's initial assault. So, what has Israel's response looked like? Well, to gain a full picture, we need to return to Saturday morning at around 6.30 a.m. when the attacks began. Israel, as it's been widely reported, was caught totally off guard by the scale of Hamas's offensive. For several hours, terrorists were allowed to just wreak havoc in southern Israel before the country could muster a solid defense. It wasn't until around two hours after the onslaught began that Israeli forces began mobilizing and responding. By 10.30 a.m., Israeli jets were executing airstrikes on Hamas's strongholds in Gaza, and around an hour later, Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu now famously declared war against Hamas. Subsequently, the IDF deployed troops to southern Israel and began the process of recovering the towns and villages that had been overrun by Hamas militants. As of this morning, the IDF has called up an unprecedented 300,000 reservists. Their mission? A substantial ground offensive against Hamas, 
poised to penetrate deep into the Gaza Strip. In addition, substantial forces and resources will be focused up north, indicating ongoing concern of possible actions from Hezbollah in Lebanon or Islamic jihadists possibly operating out of Syria. Israel isn't relying solely on airstrikes and ground incursions, though. The Israeli Minister of Defense has intensified the response, declaring, quote, a total blockade on Gaza, cutting off essentials like electricity, food, fuel, and water. Now, Hamas's actions against Israel will obviously severely impact Palestinian citizens, many of whom have no affiliation or association with Hamas. As mentioned in yesterday's PDB, the crackdown on the residents of the Gaza Strip is essentially what Hamas was counting on. They understand because they are very political and have developed a very savvy public relations ability that no matter how brutal their slaughter of hundreds of women and children in Israel was, as soon as the number of Palestinian civilian casualties climbs, the media and social media useful idiots will turn the blame onto Israel. Now, one of the biggest concerns has been that hostilities could spill beyond southern Israel and Gaza, potentially igniting a wider regional feud. In the last 48 hours, this concern has already been realized. Several attacks have been instigated from up north via neighboring Lebanon. The Palestinian Islamic Jihad's armed faction has already acknowledged an incursion at the Lebanon-Israeli border. But they're not the only ones. Hezbollah, which is another Iranian proxy, has launched guided rockets and artillery at three IDF stations, calling it a gesture of solidarity with Palestinians. In a swift reprisal, Israel directed artillery fire at the Lebanese launch site, resulting in the confirmed deaths of three Hezbollah fighters. Israel has fought multi-front wars in the past. They know the dangers and strategic realities of having a second front open up, possibly involving Hezbollah, again at Iran's urging. Now there's that reality again. The basic fact is, without Iran's support, Hamas and Hezbollah would be inconsequential. And yet, the West is currently engaged in an angst-filled, delicate dance. They know that Iran, for years, has given Hamas the resources, funding, training, encouragement, and support necessary to allow them to engage in this weekend's terrorism. But the Biden administration doesn't want to call them out. Iran is, is, is like Voldemort to Secretary Blinken and others within the administration. It's clear the Iran regime and Iran's Revolutionary Guard Corps are evil, but they dare not say their name. In part, it's because the Biden administration has been so eager over the past few years to negotiate some form of a new agreement with Iran that they've ignored the 800-pound terrorist in the room. All right, after the break, we'll take a closer look at a moment that is likely to be remembered as one of the defining moments of this conflict, the tragedy at an Israeli music festival where Hamas terrorists transformed a peace-promoting concert into a bloodbath. I'll be right back. It's another morning, and you're all set for work. You grab your coffee, head out the door, and your car decides today's the day it won't start. Panic sets in. You're not just late, you're stranded. Get ahead of unexpected car repairs before they strike with CarShield. 
the most trusted vehicle protection company. For almost 20 years, CarShield has saved millions of drivers from repair nightmares with low monthly plans that cover up to 5,000 major parts and systems, like pricey transmission and engine repairs, and check engine light mysteries. Visit CarShield today at carshield.com carlson. Plans include unlimited miles, 24-7 roadside assistance, help with flats, lockouts, and rental car options. Save 20% and get a a free quote by visiting CarShield online at carshield.com slash Carlson. Don't wait for the next surprise. Choose peace of mind with CarShield. Go to carshield.com slash Carlson and save 20% today. Welcome back to the President's Daily Brief. The Supernova Music Festival was billed as a journey of unity and love. Now, held just three miles from the Gaza Strip border, this all-night electronic music concert had around 3,500 attendees, mostly young people, as you might expect, looking to enjoy the festivities. But what was supposed to be a night of peace and harmony quickly became the backdrop for the most devastating attack on Israeli civilians in recent memory, and for many, the defining moment of this latest war. Around sunrise, attendees witnessed paragliders descending towards them, now, initial video footage suggests that some believed it was a planned spectacle, something put on by the festival, and many began approaching the landing area. But as we now know, the men who descended on the concert were Hamas terrorists. Moments later, the gunfire began, and it wouldn't stop for several hours. In the ensuing chaos, people rushed to their cars, trying to escape. To their horror, vehicles full of gunmen awaited them, unleashing a barrage of bullets on fleeing concertgoers. The gunmen pursued terrified civilians across the desert, indiscriminately firing and abducting individuals. Hours of terror ensued, with the attackers freely roaming the concert grounds, seizing or killing those unable to flee. The Israeli authorities have now reported around 260 fatalities, with many others still unaccounted for. Many people who were last seen at the festival remain missing, and that's because many of them were abducted. There's this heart-wrenching video going around. It shows Noah Argamani, a 25-year-old student, absolutely terrified. She's shouting, trying to get away, but then a Hamas militant grabs her, bundles her onto a motorbike, and she's dragged into Gaza as a hostage. Now, Noah isn't alone in this nightmare. She's just one among an estimated 150 Israelis and other nationalities believed to have been taken hostage by Hamas fighters, as per Israel's initial assessment. The international scope of the tragedy becomes apparent as officials from the U.S., France, and other countries investigate potential kidnappings of their own citizens as well. While the music festival was a hotspot for abductions, some Israelis were kidnapped from their very homes, located in border communities overtaken by Palestinian gunmen on Saturday. The victims include elderly people and children. So, what's Hamas's objective with this brutality? This appears to be a concerted strategy by the militant group. There are thousands of Palestinians being held in Israeli prisons, and the seizure of so many hostages suggests that Hamas may want to hold them as bargaining chips for a prisoner swap. But the possibilities could get grimmer. Last night, a Hamas representative declared that for every Israeli airstrike that hits a Palestinian target without warning, Hamas will execute a civilian hostage. Israel, the U.S., and other nations are currently working to understand how many of their citizens are being held by Hamas. This multinational hostage pool, by definition, escalates the conflict beyond southern Israel and Gaza. Now, 
in any hostage situation, there are limited options. There could be an orchestrated prisoner exchange. There could be, depending on the intelligence capabilities of the Israelis, hostage rescue operations. Or there could be a lengthy and agonizing hostage crisis, where Hamas simply holds the hostages for mental torture and political leverage. An example of this would be the Iranian hostage crisis under Ayatollah Khomeini. All right, coming up in today's Back of the Brief segment, we'll return to the United States and explore how the U.S. government is responding to the unfolding crisis. I'll be right back. Recession and inflation are here. Gas, housing, and everyday goods are up, way up. And you want to be ready for any situation. So what would you do if there's no food on the shelf? Arc Heirloom Seeds are here to help. Did you know 99% of seeds sold today can't reproduce? With Heirloom Seeds, you only have to plant once. Then you can grow year after year, giving you and your family stability and security because things are getting crazy out there. Our all-in-one seed kit provides everything you need to grow your own food. This premium seed kit has over over 65 varieties, 50,000 seeds, and stores for 15 years. You'll also get our exclusive seed guide to make growing a no-brainer. Arc Seed Kits is a family-owned and operated business and the most trusted name in the nation for over 15 years. Our mandate is to get heirloom seeds into every home in America. Go to arcseedkits.com today and get free shipping by entering promo code PODCAST. That's ARKSeedKits.com, promo code PODCAST. Get your seeds, get prepared, get growing. ArcSeedKits.com. Mike Baker here. I want to take just a minute to talk about something of real importance to you and your family's financial well-being, and that's life insurance. Look, I know it's not everyone's favorite topic, and, and a lot of folks avoid talking about it or they put it off thinking it's too costly or too complicated or you'll get to it some other day. And it's true. Finding the right policy on your own can be time-consuming and complex. But I'm here to tell you, life insurance is an important safety net for your family. And that's why I'm happy to tell you about Policy Genius. Policy Genius is the country's leading online insurance marketplace. It saves you time and money so you can provide your family with a financial safety net starting today. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 per year for a million dollars of coverage. Some options offer same day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. Now, for me, having an appropriate life insurance policy. Well, it means less stress, less worry. I know that my amazing wife and our kids will be properly taken care of and provided for should something happen to me. Now, back when I was in the market for life insurance, and that was a while back, I did my searching the old-fashioned way. Lots of telephone calls, paperwork, faxes, maybe even a beeper. I would have loved to have Policy Genius to streamline the whole process. Policy Genius helps you compare all your options from top companies and provides a team of unbiased, licensed experts to walk you through the decision-making. You can compare quotes with just a few clicks, find just the right policy, and Bob's your uncle. And they've got thousands of five-star reviews on Google and Trustpilot from customers who found the best fit for their needs. Check life insurance off your to-do list in no time with Policy Genius. Head to PolicyGenius.com or click the link in the description to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's PolicyGenius.com. Welcome back. Let's bring it back to the U.S. now by taking a look at how this conflict is resonating in America. As we mentioned earlier in the program, it's been confirmed that American citizens were among the victims of Hamas's attacks. As of right now, 
The number of dead stands at 11 U.S. citizens, while an unknown number remain missing. U.S. officials are in the process of verifying if Americans are among the hostages currently held by Hamas, and they believe that is likely the case. On Monday, President Biden addressed the tragic loss of American lives, describing the casualties as heart-wrenching. He committed to collaborating with Israeli officials to determine the whereabouts of the missing Americans. Now, the overwhelming response from U.S. politicians and officials has been to reiterate commitment to Israel and Israel's right to defend itself. Now, the State Department, they've taken some heat after initially calling for restraint from Israel in the aftermath of the weekend slaughter. The department then quickly deleted some social media messaging and stuck instead with the message that we stand with Israel and their right to defend themselves. You'd think that would be an easy call in the wake of the attacks, but it appears the U.S. State Department initially defaulted to their reason for being, which is diplomacy, before realizing that was a bad look in the current reality. Meanwhile, you can always count on at least a couple of U.S. Democrat representatives, and by that I mean Rashida Tlaib of Michigan and Cory Bush of Missouri, to strap on their anti-Semitic helmets when conflict flares in the Middle East. They've been trying for some time to have the U.S. defund Israel, and as the horrific violence unfolded over the weekend, they couldn't bring themselves to pointedly condemn Hamas. Instead, wordsmithing that they grieve the loss of Palestinian and Israeli lives lost yesterday, today, and every day, with Tlaib then taking the opportunity, in the aftermath of the slaughter of hundreds of Israeli women and children, to call for what she refers to as an end to Israel's apartheid system, which she blamed for the attacks. To be fair, criticism of their comments then came quickly from both Democrats and Republicans. Meanwhile, over at the Pentagon, in a strategic move, U.S. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin directed the USS Ford Carrier Group to position closer in the eastern Mediterranean. This move not only symbolizes U.S. strength and support, but also has very tangible implications. With that carrier group, the U.S. military presence can aid in resupplying the Israelis, in gathering intelligence, and in offering an additional layer of long-range protection for Israel via the guided missile cruiser and multiple destroyers. And that, my friends, is the President's Daily Brief for Tuesday, 10 October. If you have any questions or comments, reach out to us at pdb at thefirsttv.com. I'm Mike Baker. I'll be back tomorrow. Until then, stay informed, stay safe, stay cool. Hey, Mike Baker here. Well, spring is in full swing, and for millions of folks, that means yard work and gardening, am I right? Now, here's a pro tip for those of you looking to spruce up your landscaping. Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the U.S. They've got over 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. Save yourself the time and trouble of multiple trips to those crowded nurseries. You know what I'm talking about. Fast Growing Trees is a complete time saver. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all, and it's delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. They can tell you what grows best in your area, how to plant, when to plant. It's like having your own expert gardener. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And listeners to the President's Daily Brief 
can get an extra 15% off by using promo code PDB at checkout. So go to fastgrowingtrees.com and use promo code PDB at checkout. 